Welcome to the Anxiety Coaches Podcast, a relaxing and informative show where we explore anxiety, panic, and PTSD, sharing how you can overcome them for life. Aloha, welcome back to the Anxiety Coaches Podcast. I'm your host and coach, Gina Ryan, and I'm glad that you're here with us again today. Because today we'll be looking at bedtime meditations for anxious children and adults. You're listening to this podcast as an audio, so I know very well that you may be interested in some of the books we suggest here at Anxiety Coaches Podcast and perhaps listening to them on audio. For the listeners of Anxiety Coaches Podcast, Audible is offering a free audiobook download with a free 30-day trial to give you the opportunity to check out their service. This is a fabulous opportunity to download something like one of Eckhart Tolle's books for free. I recommend starting with The Power of Now. Go to anxietycoachespodcast.com slash audibletrial for your free book. That's anxietycoachespodcast.com slash audibletrial. That link is in the show notes for your convenience. So today's podcast is, I got this idea from talking to a client who was discussing some of the issues that she has with one of her children. And so I thank her for uh, stimulating my imagination enough to realize that this would be a great subject for a podcast because many of you have children, and even if you don't, this information is perfect for you. Because if you have difficulty falling asleep, and many, many people with anxiety have difficulty falling asleep, this bedtime can be not quite as pleasant as it normally could be. So today we're going to talk about sort of like ideas about guided meditation around sleep and specifically for children. But, uh, you know, use this information for yourself and maybe the little kid in you will be really happy to have some of this uh, younger stuff come up for you. You know, you let your little your little five-year-old out, your little 12-year-old would like to have some special time at bedtime as a guided meditation. Thank you, Christy, for sharing your challenge with me and that together we are maybe bringing something that's going to help a lot of people out there. So we have to remember that even our children are overstimulated and overbooked, right? They have so much on their plate as kids that we didn't have. I know that they are exposed to world news and negative media, and they are hearing about things that were unheard of for children to be exposed to even 10 years ago. They are simply stressed, and we need to recognize that as parents and as adults in children's lives, that these kids have more on their plate than we did, perhaps. They certainly do nowadays than I had. But even my own children had stress, right? So, um, and they're in their 30s. They had stressful lives and they were not exposed to even half of what kids have now with all of their electronic availability to access the entire world. So let's give them a hand. Let's give them some resources to ease their own stress. Um, We get tied up in our own lives and we forget that The children, um, for for kids, and the younger they are, the harder it is, feelings can be confusing and overwhelming for kids. So helping your child to identify feelings, 
um, can and, and teaching them how to become mindful of their feelings, just like you are doing with your own anxiety, learning to become mindful of your feelings and your thoughts. We can help our kids do this too, because they are just as overwhelmed and just as much losing touch with their own inner selves as we are. So we can help them become mindful of their feelings, to identify their feelings. And we help them do that and we can help them navigate some of these challenging times or difficult situations that they're having in their own lives. And mindfulness techniques can be introduced to children at a very early age, uh, which will really help them develop self-awareness and mastery over their feelings because they know what's going on. Kids really relate very easily to guided imagery. And guided imagery is just what we're talking about when we're talking about a guided meditation. Normally, uh, a guided meditation is taking you somewhere or bringing up ideas of uh, things that you can plant in your imagination and let your own mind's eye take it over. And children relate so well with this. Guided imagery And using it as a meditative process, we can use visualization and their imagination to help bring awareness to their own mind and body connection, just like we do for ourselves. But we want to do this also for our children. And the best place to start, I found, at least in my own life, in my own family's life, was to bring it about at bedtime. Number one, because they're having difficulty sometimes falling asleep. I had two kids. One had difficulty falling asleep. The other one, I think he just fell asleep. Or if he was having difficulty, he never told me. My daughter, on the other hand, had difficulty falling asleep. It was bedtime was stressful. Feelings came up. Um... Fears came up, right? A lot of kids feel fear around nighttime. We forget what might be going on inside them because they may have difficulty articulating it. So let's give them an outlet. Let's give them some ease at bedtime. It's a great way also to connect with your child. And it's easy to do because they have great imaginations way more in tune with their imagination than we are. Even if they're stressed, they are more connected with their imagination and very easily dive into it. So it's a wonderful way to connect with your child and to close out the day. And it gives them a chance to learn to listen to their own inner wisdom and access their own power of relaxation, their own healing, right? Because if they can teach themselves how to relax, they can teach themselves how to relieve maybe a little bit of a headache, relieve um, that itchy mosquito bite. Like really the guided meditation and the guided imagery can let them connect deeply into their own power of being able to be aware of what they're feeling and what they want to do with it, right? Do I want to scratch that itch? It's really important. They get to make that distinction between stimulus and action. And the the earlier you learn that, and the earlier you learn that you have control over some of that, the better. And bedtime is a great place because they need to go to sleep. You want them to go to sleep. And it can be a time for both parent and child to relax and to relax together.
Our brains really don't distinguish between real events and imagined ones. We know this from our own anxiety and our own anxiety triggers. It's our thoughts. It's not things that are really happening, but often our thoughts that are bringing about our stress response because our brain can't distinguish whether it's really happening or we're imagining it. And so our body reacts with the fight flight or freeze response. And the same thing happens to our kids. I can't say that enough. We forget that our kids have the same mind-body system that we do, and they may need a little bit of help, especially nowadays. When you imagine yourself into in a situation where your brain releases biochemicals based on your feelings about uh, that particular uh, situation, person, or event, It doesn't matter if it's really happened or you're just thinking about it happening in the future. It's the same. The body is responding the same. Just like remembering. Remembering an argument or a stressful event in the day will release hormones, you know, related stress hormones. And on the other hand, focusing on a loving person or a joyful or fun experience will increase levels of endorphins and serotonin, making you feel more relaxed and positive. And we really need to remember that this is happening for our kids too. So let's look at what their bedtime process is. What were they watching prior to going to bed or reading A lot of kids dive really deeply into books, too, and it could be a scary book. Probably not a good thing to do right before bedtime. It's a good thing to spend a little bit of time uh, sorting out where you can clean up where some scary emotions or negative emotions might be coming from if your child is having difficulty at bedtime. Guided imagery is the perfect antidote to... Uh, a stressful day. And it encourages the brain to imagine positive and healing experiences. And that in turn helps us relax. It helps our child to relax. And when they're relaxed, they're going to fall asleep much faster. So I thought when I had had this conversation with my client that I thought, oh, Maybe I should make a guided meditation. And then I said to her, no, you need to make a guided meditation. And then I got thinking about it after our call was complete. I thought she needs to just get some ideas and be there with her child and do a process that I'm going to go through with you right now for you to do with your child. And it needs to be more personal like this rather than it just being an audio that you put in to their phone or their uh, iPad, whatever they're listening to their music on, and walking away. I spent a lot of time doing this with my child, and I think that because there weren't things available to plug in, although I will tell you the one thing as we go along, the one thing that I did plug in every night for her, um, the I think it's about the connection. So let's get going on it. What can we do to make a guided imagery, guided meditation that will encourage our child to feel positive, to feel safe and secure, 
help them relax and fall asleep. So you want to make your own meditation very specific for your child. You're not even going to use the same one for different children in your household. It's going to be from your heart. And I want to relieve any feelings you might be having of doing, needing to do it right or having, you know, you want to jot down some notes for yourself, fine. But mostly you just want to get a general idea of what you want to do and go and do it and practice it and do it over and over. And it becomes a delightful evening ritual. So the thing that I started with with my daughter that worked so well was using the imagery of clouds. I would have my daughter imagine that she was resting on a cloud, that her bed was a giant, fluffy, firm and puffy, safe, secure cloud, and that she could begin to relax into that cloud right? She could relax her muscles. She was fully supported. And there was, it was just gentle. Everything about it was soft. And I don't know if I pulled up cloud because clouds were important to her at the time, but they seem very relaxing. And clouds, we don't usually have um, a negative connotation with clouds, right? They're floating by in the sky and so I think clouds might be useful for most kids. And you can have them relax um, their muscles. So what I did with her was to go through and do body scan type of meditation, very slowly going through her body and letting each part of the body, starting with the feet, just to have them uh, I would have her tense them up and relax them the first time around. Tense it up and relax it into the cloud. So they can feel the difference between a, a tensed up muscle and a relaxed muscle. It gives them a little bit of an idea of what you mean by relax your muscles. Like, well, okay. Well, what does it feel like to feel it tense? And then when we let that go, ah, that's the relaxation. Sometimes they need a little bit more guidance than you might think. So feel free to just really get specific with them. And as a body scan would do, we would move from the feet to the heels and the calves and the knees and the thighs and the hips and the belly. And then we come up through the chest and we go down. Um, we Then we do the hands and arms, and then finally um, the neck and the face and head being at the end. And you can go through it once with the tensing and relaxing, and then you can go through it again with just a relaxing. And I found the cloud just worked for us. It was um, something that she enjoyed, and we ended up just doing that over and over when necessary. Sometimes they, she didn't want it, right? That's fine. She's just tired and wants to go to bed. And that's fabulous. But when they need a little bit of love, a little bit of mom or dad or auntie or whoever is sitting on the side of their bed and going through this with them, it gives them a real sense of security at night when the room is dark, right? Before we move along from that, I, I want to mention the part that my uh, client mentioned to me was that she had heard of one where a butterfly comes along 
and lands on the different parts of the body that you're concentrating on for the body scan. Oh, I loved that. A little gentle butterfly coming by. Again, butterflies, something that most children have only positive memories or a positive relationship with, right? A butterfly comes and lands on your little toes, and that's where your body starts to relax. And then moving through the whole body scan with the butterfly. I just loved that. Somehow that never came into my mind when I was doing this 30-some-odd years ago. But I think that's beautiful, and you may want to try that one yourself. Another thing that seems to work for people is um, some place that people have good connotations with is the beach. And so using a beach walk in the evening in your mind as the sun is setting, right? So it's beginning to get that, you know, heavier eye time. Your eyes are closing as the sun is setting and walking along the beach. If that's a comfortable, relaxing place, For your child, that could be a beautiful way to end up the the evening, a beach walk toward the sunset. So use your imagination. There are many things I know that you can come up with from your life that are very relaxing to your child and bring those in to the meditation. Bring those into the guided imagery. Bring elements and people that represent safety and security to your child. If we can help them to feel safe and secure at night when they're beginning to fall asleep, they take that into their dream time with them. And it's a beautiful way for them to really be able to let go of the stress that has built up with them throughout their day. And use your, using your own voice is important. Again, if you want to find some guided, there's all kinds of them out there, both on the internet, I believe for free there's some. You can order them. And if you need to do that because that works in your lifestyle, that's fabulous. But if you got really handy and you wanted to re-record one in your own voice, that might be another step. That you Maybe they don't want you to sit on their bed at night. Maybe they're too old and I said that in quotes, they think they're too old to have mom or dad sitting on their bedside, uh, uh, you know, reciting a meditation or a guided imagery with them. Maybe they think they don't want that. So you could make a recording. Maybe you could buy a recording. Maybe if they're old enough, they could purchase their own. You could help them. You could have them Uh, show you some that they liked, and maybe you could buy it for them as a special gift or something. So, You know, do what works best for your family. But I really believe that your voice and your presence is very important, especially to the younger child. So um, do what works for your family, but bring yourself and your voice into it as much as you can. The final thing I'm going to talk about is uh, uh, something that my daughter listened to every night. For so many years, I was surprised that it even lasted that long. And it was on a cassette. It was ocean, the sound, a gentle sound of the ocean in the background with a little tiny bit of music. It was, um, I believe it was very quiet, faint flute music. She loved this so much that she took it off to college with her. We had to, every night, it was the same thing on both sides. And when one side would end, it would end as she was falling asleep or before she 
Actually, I think that she would fall asleep before the cassette would end. And she loved that. And so in the morning or the next night, we would just flip the cassette over and play the other side because it was the same thing on both sides. And it just kept playing back and forth, back and forth for years, even when she didn't need me in there anymore, listening uh, or reciting a meditation to her or listening to her talk about her own hopes and dreams. Uh, she did have her cassette recorder playing the ocean and the music and um, took it off to college with her. I don't even know if she had a cassette player by the time she was in college, but it went with her. It was something very special. So I just want to encourage you to find what works for your family. Like I said, my son did not require this from me, but my daughter did. And so you can find what works for you And I hope that these ideas were somewhat helpful using things that help bring relaxation, like the clouds, butterflies, walking on a beach towards sunset, anything that can help your kids feel secure and can give them that feeling of sleep, needing to sleep, getting a little sleepy. Let's bring that to them. Let's help them relax so that maybe they don't wake up with a stressful feeling in the morning. If you have ideas that have worked for you, for your family and your sleep, getting your children to go to sleep at night, please share them over in our Facebook group. We would love to hear more great ideas. Just remember, it's about us remembering that they too have stress in their lives and may just need a little relaxation and meditation time just like we do. That's it for this episode, but before I read today's quote, I want to offer you the opportunity to take your healing of your anxiety panic to the next level. In the podcasts, we share everything you need to know to begin to clear your anxiety panic, to get on the path. But with a little personal guidance and the right group of people around you, the sky's the limit. I'd like to invite you to sign up for our group coaching membership program. It's an even deeper dive into what you learn here in these episodes. You receive two anxiety clearing skills sheets emailed to you monthly. Twice a month recorded group coaching calls to make sure you're making the progress you want to make. And a secret Facebook group for coach and community support all month long. Jump in and stay as long as you need. I'm only allowing up to 40 people to join the program, so if you're serious about clearing your anxiety panic, then go to anxietycoachespodcast.com slash group dash coaching and join today. Can't wait to see you in the group. And now for today's quote. And now for today's quote. Have courage for the great sorrows of life and patience for the small ones. When you have laboriously accomplished your daily tasks, go to sleep in peace. God is awake. That's from Victor Hugo. I'll be back in a few more days with another podcast. But until then, be well and aloha. Thanks so much for joining us for today's episode of the Anxiety Coaches Podcast. Find more information at theanxietycoachespodcast.com. 